Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Time to put on a show. It ain't about winning or losing. Make them love you. Make them love hate you. And time for another show to end. It's just like a kamikaze situation. Are you going to take me down with you? I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, August 13th, through Sunday, August 15th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. First, your entertainment headlines. Amazon's upcoming Lord of the Rings show is going on an unexpected journey. The still-untitled fantasy series won't premiere until September 2022, but Amazon has already announced plans for a second season, production of which the streamer has revealed will be moving from New Zealand to the United Kingdom, and it's expected to start shooting in early 2022. It's a surprising move, especially since New Zealand has been synonymous with Middle-earth ever since Peter Jackson shot his film trilogy there 20 years ago. Current Jeopardy! champ Matt Amodio's historic run has hit another milestone. With his 17th straight win on Thursday's episode, Amodio became the third highest earner in the quiz show's history, not counting tournaments, with $547,600. Now that he's surpassed previous third-place winner Jason Zuffranieri, who won $532,496 in 2019, the only champions still ahead of Amodio are Jeopardy! Goats Ken Jennings and James Holzhauer, whose regular season winnings both surpassed $2 million. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Now grab a glass of eggnog and some figgy pudding, because it's Christmas in August for our number five pick, Ted Lasso. TV's most delightful series somehow gets even more delightful with this week's holiday episode, which finds Rebecca and Ted going on a mission, Keely and Roy hunting for a miracle, and the Higgins family hosting a Christmas Day party for the ages. There's also a secret Santa, Christmas dinner, and Ted in a Santa hat. What more could you ask for? By the way, we have a gift we'd like to give you. It's a clip from the episode. Uncle Roy, this is embarrassing. This isn't embarrassing. Embarrassing is me eating so much ice cream at a birthday party, knowing I'm no good with dairy, that I pooped my pants on the bus. When is your story? Three weeks ago. Sweetheart, none of this is your fault. And the sooner we figure it out, the better, yeah? You pooped your pants. Roy Kent. Yeah? So? I did too sometimes. Well, let's both try and knock that off, shall we? If you can do it, I can do it. Cool? Cool. Is it me or has everything involving Roy this season been pure Gold. I love it so much. Be sure to check out EW's Awardist interview with actor Brett Goldstein if you haven't already, and check out Ted Lasso's Christmas episode streaming on Apple TV+. Plus. 
We're sticking with Apple for this weekend's number four pick, the new movie Coda. The Sundance sensation tells the story of 17-year-old Ruby, the sole hearing member of a deaf family, also known as a child of deaf adults, or CODA. Ruby's life revolves around acting as interpreter for her parents and working on the family's struggling fishing boat every day before school. But when she joins her high school's choir club, she discovers a gift for singing and a bond with her duet partner, Miles. Encouraged by her choir master to apply to a prestigious music school, Ruby finds herself torn between the obligation she feels to her family and the pursuit of her own dreams. Here's a bit of the trailer. I want to do this. There are plenty of pretty voices with nothing to say. Do you have something to say? be required to have a hearing individual on board at all times. I can't stay with you for the rest of my life. Critical response indicates this is a really good movie, but was it worth the $25 million Apple paid for it at Sundance? In her B-plus review, EW's Leah Greenblatt writes that Coda, quote, feels like both the best and most familiar kind of family film and one you've never quite seen before. But you can see it now. Coda is streaming on Apple TV+. It's trivia time. Coda broke the record for biggest sale at the Sundance Film Festival earlier this year, a record set just one year previously by what movie? Zola, Minari, or Palm Springs? Stick around for the answer. Today's Whatcha Watchin' segment is a two-for-one. Yuli Schlesinger and Haley Sanchez of HBO Max's Generation both spoke to EW recently about the TV shows they've been loving lately. First, here's Schlesinger to talk about an HBO show you might have heard about. A TV show that I've been watching recently that I would recommend to absolutely everyone is definitely Succession. Um, it's got some of the best performances I've seen in a TV show in a really long time. Uh, the theme song gets stuck in my head quite often. I'll just be like humming it throughout the day. Um, the cinematography is gorgeous and really kind of, it's, it's very dynamic and something that I haven't really seen in kind of like a, a normal drama. Um, yeah, I think everyone should watch it. And we concur. Catch up on Succession now before the new season hits this fall. But if you like your recommendations a little more off the beaten path, here's Sanchez to fill you in on what she's been watching. Some of the TV shows that I'm watching now um, that I would recommend that are really weird. So if you're going to watch any of these, just fair warning. I watch some weird stuff. So um, there's this show that's called the spoils of babylon um i'm in the middle of watching it but i think it's going to be my new favorite tv show of all time and um i also watch a lot of anime so um i'm in the middle of watching one called rascal does not dream of bunny girl senpai please don't judge me 
but more importantly, don't judge the title. I think it's actually a really, really good show, and it's really, really interesting. It certainly sounds like it. Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai is an anime high school comedy about the trials and tribulations of being a teenager. You can find that on Hulu and Crunchyroll. And The Spoils of Babylon is a spoof of TV melodrama miniseries with a star-studded cast that includes Will Ferrell, Kristen Wiig, and Tobey Maguire. You can stream that via IFC. And, of course, be sure to check out Schlesinger and Sanchez on Generation on HBO Max. Now, love is in the air for our number three pick, Modern Love, that is. The Amazon series is back for another season of stories inspired by the New York Times' Modern Love column, this time starring Kit Harington, Anna Paquin, and Minnie Driver, among others. This season's stories include one directed by Andrew Rannells and based on his own experiences, a middle school girl turning to social media quizzes for help while questioning her sexuality, two parents reigniting their old flame after being divorced for several years, and two strangers meeting on a train just before the COVID shutdown begins. Hey, no one ever said love was easy. Here's a preview. So you want me to call you? If you want, but I realize I might be coming off like some kind of gross late night guy. You're not gross? No. Don't run from the snow. I just spent the night with the woman of my dreams. Things are getting good. Oh, good for you. Where'd you meet? I used to be married to her. Don't see it as an Why don't you text her? I don't have her number. How are you going to contact this woman? We arranged to meet on the train two weeks from now. She's never going to show. I really just don't want to give you the wrong idea. I don't understand. I really don't want to lead you on it. Why did you kiss me? You know, life is messy like that. You can fall into Modern Love Season 2 on Amazon Prime Video now. Don't go anywhere. Our top two picks and soundbite of the week are coming up next. What to Watch will be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. If you haven't checked out The Suicide Squad yet, allow us to suggest it again for your weekend viewing. It is a wild and very funny ride. It's also got some great lines, as we have come to expect from writer-director James Gunn, including this one from Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, which is our soundbite of the week. Recently, I made a promise to myself that the next time I got a boyfriend, I'd be on the lookout for red flags, and if I saw any, I would do the healthy thing and I would murder him. Seriously, can DC please greenlight that Gotham City Sirens movie already? In the meantime, The Suicide Squad is now playing in theaters and streaming on HBO Max. Number two. 
Now let's step into the ring with our number two pick, the new star's drama, Heels. Stephen Amell and Alexander Ludwig star as Jack and Ace Spade, two brothers with big pro wrestling dreams who clash over leading their family's wrestling league after their father's death. The duo's tempestuous relationship mirrors their dynamic in the ring, where the controlling Jack, who also scripts each fight, plays the heel, i.e. the villain while self-involved Ace is the face, or hero, and is supposed to win each match. But in the real world, those characters can be hard to live up to, or hard to leave behind. Here's a preview. They all cheer for me? They cheer for the character. The character I play! The character I created. Make it right, Jack. He's your brother. I'm aware. And I... I will be king. Your dad built a cathedral to a local pastime. And you, they're coming tonight because they trust me to tell them a better story than what they have to live with every day. Well, maybe you should spend some time with Thomas. I haven't finished the script. We should win. Us. It ain't about winning or losing. Make them love you. Make them love hate you. We got kids to come to the show, Ace. What's the matter? You afraid I'm gonna go off script? Heels is quite the showcase for Amel and Ludwig, both returning to TV after the conclusions of their own long-running series, Arrow and Vikings, respectively. Here's Ludwig on why it made sense to say yes to Ace. From an actor's perspective, it's a dream come true because there's no limits with Ace Spade. You know, my character, it's, it's you know, all the gloves are off and he's an incredibly explosive personality uh, and a very, very deep personality. And, you know, the show revolves around these two brothers, Jack and Ace Spade, who are trying to fulfill their dream in professional wrestling. But at the end of the day, it's about these two brothers kind of struggling to cope with kind of past trauma uh, while also trying to, you know, get out of their small town and, and make something of their lives. So, you know, we kind of explore this whole world and the dark side of the ring as well. So it's really just, uh, it's really been a dream come true. It's one of the most uh, exciting jobs I've ever been on. In other words, get hyped, everybody. Heels premieres Sunday at 9 p.m. on Stars. All vacations must come to an end, and so it is for this weekend's number one pick, The White Lotus. It's nearly checkout time for the HBO dramedy's first season, but we're in for one final horror in paradise this week as we learn who died and why. And it could truly be anybody. In the finale, Rachel shares some harsh truths with her husband Shane and confides in Belinda, who's reeling from bad news of her own. Meanwhile, as the Mossbachers turn the page on their harrowing scare, Quinn reveals major life plans. Namely, he wants to stay in Hawaii. And with nothing left to lose, Armand goes on an all-out bender and exacts the ultimate revenge on his nemesis. Here's a preview. Did you have a good vacation? It's my honeymoon. Where's your wife? I don't want to be a plus one my whole life. This is why people go on vacation. I hear it. You were on fire last night. <laughs> I'm not going home. What are you doing? Texting. Texting who? 
Ah, we really can't stand the suspense here. Writer-director Mike White has done a brilliant job escalating the tension among these horrible, self-centered, privileged people and creating those people in the first place. White recently spoke to EW about how he drew on his own experiences and feelings of privilege for the show. Our whole world orients you to having a a life of comfort and convenience. You know, it's it's kind of in the water that we drink every day, which is that's the life you're supposed to have, and that's what we are all, like, you know, that's why we grind throughout the, the week so we can have these, you know, moments of, like, I'm on vacation, and I should have the room that I wanted, and, and then uh, you realize how privileged that is to even have a vacation and all those things. Be sure to check out that full interview at EW.com. It is a good one. And check back for a spoiler-filled breakdown of the finale with White after it airs Sunday at 9 p.m. on HBO. And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. Before Coda broke it this year, the record for biggest sale at the Sundance Film Festival was set by what movie? Zola, Minari, or Palm Springs? Stop us if you've heard this one already. The answer is Palm Springs. In 2020, the time loop comedy broke the record for biggest sale at Sundance by 69 cents. Nice, though the full price was later revealed to be more than that. Less nice. That's our show for this weekend. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.